Today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Now let's talk about Barack Obama. Outgoing President Barack Obama will issue his final speech to the American people tonight, 9 o'clock in Chicago. Uh, And, of course, will, I'm sure, try to point out some of the great things that he has done over the past eight years and, as well, try to reassure, because the president-elect certainly hasn't done it, perhaps try to reassure people in this transition that America is going to be okay. To talk more about all of this, a man who's written a couple of speeches in his time, Michael Tobe is with us. He's a former speechwriter for Stephen Harper and columnist. He is with us now. Hello, Michael. How are you today? I'm well, Scott. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We always appreciate it. Uh, again, let me ask, I'm fascinated by what you've done, um, and, and whenever I can, I'll sort of take it off uh, topic sure. here. But what's it like, what is it like for a speechwriter to sit there and listen to his or her own words being uttered by a leader? It's actually very interesting. Um, you know, I, I saw a number of occasions where Prime Minister Stephen Harper used one of my speeches. I saw it on TV several times. I saw it up front and close and personal a few times. And it's an extraordinary feeling to watch, not necessarily in terms of thumping your chest and, you know, basically using this egotistical line, it's me. (laughs) Basically, the thing that's interesting is, and you can look at it a few different ways, and each speechwriter will obviously look at it in their own personal view. I thought it was actually just fascinating to look at my words being spoken by somebody else. Mm. Because most of my career, Scott, I've written for myself. I write columns for myself. I write book reviews for myself, feature pieces. And even when I do my own speeches, obviously I'm doing them for myself. I think it's really actually very fascinating to watch someone else, including a world leader like Stephen Harper, actually repeat some of the lines that I put forward that may have been edited a little bit, but I certainly know those are my words, my ideas, my phrases, and it's just a very, very fascinating way to look at an issue because very often, although we do our own stuff, we don't usually hear others repeat the words and the lines that we've crafted, we went through, we discussed. It's a really very fascinating feeling, and the only way I can sort of explain it is you have to sort of be there and do it to understand the feeling I had, which was both proud because I like seeing it, and I felt that I had done something decent for my country as well. I think it's an honorable thing to do. I was humbled by the the opportunity that I had. I never thought I would have something like that. And it was really just a very fascinating thing overall, something I'll probably remember for the rest of my life. Would it be similar to a songwriter listening to someone else sing their song? That's an interesting juxtaposition. Um, Yes, I think to some extent it would. I have actually heard musicians discuss different cover versions of their songs and how they've interpreted them, whether the person or the band actually followed the the same tone, Mm -hmm. maybe added a few words here and there, changed the beat to some extent, raised their voice, lowered their voice. But yes, I think it actually is very similar that way because you're the originator of, in this case, as you use the example, a song, and the song is then interpreted and reinterpreted by others, either making it better, uh, a little worse, or the same. I think it is actually very, very similar to that. So when you are watching your words being read, do you think to yourself, hmm, I wouldn't have delivered it that way. That's not where I wanted the inflection. That's not what I meant. That's not, do, do you think of it, do you ever look at it that way? Or, or perhaps the opposite, oh, I never thought of it delivered that way or with an accent there. You know, it's interesting. I actually try to take myself out of the equation. I don't look at either, I don't look at it in either direction simply because 
the words that I wrote in that case were not for me. Yes, I was the one writing them. I put them down on the computer screen. I handed them out. I edited them or went back and forth with different senior advisors to try and create a, a crisper version or a completely different version if the mood or the style or even the issue had changed for some reason. But no, I never tried to put myself in it because you're right. If I had obviously given those speeches, I might have done it a little bit differently because the inflection in my voice is actually very different than Mr. Harper's, who I've known for the better part of 20 plus years. But at the same time, it's the way that he portrayed it and the way he comes across which makes it his own words or his own speech. Even though I'm the person behind it, I'm just crafting the words. It's the presentation that matters the most. And if that is the way that, in this case, Stephen Harper chose to speak about it and the inflection in his voice and the way that he used certain dramatic pauses and various other things, that is to his credit that he either followed the direction I had or chose to change it to some extent because he felt there was a better way to do it. And I think in the end, that's the way you have to look at it. You're the one creating the words, but the person who puts it out there, that's his speech or her speech. And that and really has to be looked at in that regard. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.